Good morning and welcome to Equity Monday for July 26th. This is our kickoff to the week, a time in which we catch up on the news and, of course, explore the numbers behind the headlines. Let's start with the lay of the land. Asian stocks were generally down today, partially in light of the latest salvo in China's crackdown on the technology sector. More on that shortly. And European stocks fell while American stocks are set to open a little bit lower today. But it's not all bad news. Bitcoin is up around 12.5% in the last 24 hours thanks to an Amazon job posting that indicates the company may intend to form some sort of blockchain policy over time. Now, it's not clear what this job posting really means and how soon Amazon may roll out what Bitcoin fans want, which is the acceptance of Bitcoin as a payment method on Amazon's e-commerce store. But that uncertainty didn't stop crypto investors from bumping the value of a number of coins north, including Ether. Shares of Coinbase are up just a hair over 6% in pre-market trading, as I write to you, in kind of a related trade. Now, let's talk about that weekend. Turning to the weekend, we have a lot to get through. So let's start with changes in the Chinese market and then talk about why one mobile gaming company just backed out of its plans to go public. First, China put rumored plans to force online tutoring companies to go nonprofit into effect this weekend. And now those same companies are also not allowed to go public. The move was a pretty big blow against an education technology market that was, up until 2021, the example for a great many edtech startups around the world and edtech investing, it's worth noting. How bad has 2021 been for Chinese edtech companies? Well, Tile Education, a China-based edtech company that is listed here in the U.S., peaked at just over $90 per share at the start of 2021. Today, it's worth $4.66 in pre-market trading after it fell 70% on Friday and another 22% before the open today. Yow, that's bad. The Chinese government also cracked down on Tencent Music as last week closed, demanding that the company's popular music service dissolve exclusive commercial agreements with rights holders. Although the BBC does report that agreements with indie artists will be allowed to remain in place. So two things real quick. The Chinese rule changes to the edtech sector are seemingly rooted in a pushback against the power and influence of technology companies more broadly. And the Chinese rule changes to its music market appear to be more traditional antitrust work. So while both matter, keep in mind that they're not precisely the same thing. And since we last spoke, the Jam City SPAC deal to take the mobile gaming company public has been pulled. From the official note, here's what the two companies had to say. In light of current market conditions, DPCM Capital and Jam City believe that terminating the business combination agreement is the best path forward for the parties and their respective stockholders. DPCM Capital intends to continue to pursue a business combination and is proceeding to evaluate alternative business combinations. I wonder how many of these we'll see, and I just got to say, what market conditions? Everything seems fine. Alrighty, turning to this morning, how about some good news? Well, good news if you are an investor or founder not based in China, I suppose. This morning, Duolingo, the American tech company, raised its maximum IPO price from $95 to $100 per share. So what we're seeing in this bit of news is a wide divergence between American and Chinese tech companies and their fortunes, and of course, the two countries' different governments. And speaking of China, we have more. Shares of Meituan are down 13.8%. As I write to you on news, that the Chinese government is going to crack down on labor rules regarding on-demand food delivery companies. According to Bloomberg, quote, the government posted notices that online food platforms must respect the rights of delivery staff and ensure that those workers earn at least the local minimum income, end quote. On the face of it, that doesn't sound so bad, but it's a similar sort of regulation that on-demand workers have at times tried to argue for around the world, only to run face-first into on-demand companies really not liking the idea. 
In related news, shares of Didi, China's ride-hailing giant, are off 10.7% in pre-market trading this morning after following a sharper 21% on Friday. Wow. The company has lost nearly half of its value compared to its IPO price, but if you compare its current value to how its post-IPO highs went, the company is actually off 60% using today's pre-market price to do the math. Yuck. And in the realm of funding rounds, I want to highlight just a little bit of news that broke as I took off from the news world last week, namely that Rivian, an EV truck company, has raised a $2.5 billion private route. The company has now raised north of $10 billion total and expects to start delivering its R1T pickup truck in September. We don't know the company's new valuation yet. But it's worth noting how much capital Rivian has absorbed to get its production up and running. Now compare those sums with what Lordstown, for example, said that it would need, and then how much it actually did need, which was more than it claimed that it would. It's very, very, very expensive to build cars, it turns out, especially if you're going to do them with non-off-the-shelf parts. Who would have thought? Closing today, keep in mind that this is earnings week for major tech companies. Tomorrow, we'll hear from Apple and Alphabet and Microsoft. Wednesday, we'll hear from Facebook and PayPal and Spotify and Shopify. And then Thursday, we'll hear from Amazon, Twilio, and others. It is going to be a super, 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 super busy week, but one that should also prove to be very, 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 very interesting. All right, that is our show. Do not forget to follow the show on Twitter at EquityPod, where we do Twitter spaces, hang out, have fun, tell jokes. Chris does memes. It's a blast. Or you can follow me. I tweet under the handle at Alex, and it's like the equity account, but with none of the fun stuff. There you go. All right, we'll talk to you Wednesday morning. Stay cool. Thank you